You are listening to the CMC Podcast. Join us each week for messages designed to equip, inspire, and motivate. And now for today's message from Pastor Tim Brooks. Well, we're glad to have you joining us in this series. Thrilled to have all of you joining us on these social media outlets that we have. People all over the country throughout the week, the coming weeks, go back and tune into these studies that we're doing and just we've got great reports coming in of what and how all the ways God is using this in the lives of people. If you've just joined us or you're joining us for the first time, we've been talking about managing our life. And and last week we talked about the fact that our lives with God began in his grace. In his grace, in his mercy, in his undeserved favor, while we were yet sinners. You did nothing for salvation. You did nothing to earn it. You did nothing to deserve it. it you, you can't earn grace. You can't earn grace. It's given to us. God, out of his grace and mercy, forgave you of your sins and saved you and set you free. Wow. It's, it's all God. The problem that follows is since that's how we begin with God, too often the church lets people stop right there, and I hear people actually say, oh, it's nothing on me, it's just all God. God, it's all you. It's just all God. Well, it is for salvation. It is for salvation, But if you want to live a blessed life here, if you want God flowing and using and operating through you here, there are things that you do and there's things that you don't do. There are things you put off. There are things that you put on. There is thoughts that you have that you take captive. See, well, well, it's just all God. I want nothing of me. Well, that sounds real spiritual. It is all God. And it's all you too. The Bible says we are co-laborers with Him. We're co-laborers with Him. And the Bible is very, very clear on what is all God's part and what is our part to do. God doesn't take your thoughts captive. God does not stop your anger or your rage. You put that off. You get control of that. So we've got to manage our life. Here on this earth, if you want what God has for you here on this earth, then you've got to manage your life. Our scripture for this lesson is in Romans twelve six, and it says this, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. God has given each of us different gifts for doing certain things well. Did anybody listen to that? God has given different gifts to each of us for doing certain things well. Okay, what does that mean? We've got different gifts. We're gifted different. Now, with the gifts that God has given me, I've got to manage what He has given me. I want to talk about developing your gift I want to talk about not living life wishing you had somebody else's gift. I want to talk about managing who you are and the giftings that you have. 
1 Corinthians 4, 7 says, What do I have that God hadn't given me? What do I have? So why do we boast? Why do you want to boast like you have done something? It was God that gave you that gift. Or why do you want to be insecure and overlook the fact that God has gifted you? Did you ever notice growing up in school that there were just some naturally good at math? And there were some that just studied and couldn't get it. There were some that were just, that in English, they made a hundred and then they got the bonus question. And there are those that just worked and worked and worked and the best they could pull off was the 65. How, how does some not study and make a hundred and some study and make a 50? Well, where is that? See, what, why is there some just were naturally shined in science or in biology or chemistry? And some couldn't even get in the door of the chemistry class. Why are some just kind of computers make sense to them? Some of us are still trying to figure out how to turn the thing on. I mean, how did some fingers just, just get a hold of typing? And others are still looking around at the keyboard pad and want to do this. See, why, why are there some that are just naturally good at fixing things? They, they just, whatever's broke. The door hinge, the drawer, the car, the, I don't know, they get, they, call him, he can fix it. See, why are there just some that have a knack for fixing things, and there are some that stare in a toolbox and wouldn't know a difference from a screwdriver and a hammer? I don't even know, uh, I don't know. See, there, why are some naturally athletic, and some just work their little hearts out, and they're just, they, they can't get up and down the floor? Why do you boast... 1 Corinthians says, or, or why are you insecure? See, God has gifted us different. There are different giftings that God chose to wire inside you. Now, if everybody was excellent at numbers, then nobody would need to be, nor would we need an accountant. The problem would be, all of us would walk everywhere we went because there would be nobody good at auto mechanics. See, if all were athletes, and everybody was athletic, and everybody could play basketball, then who's going to keep our cholesterol numbers and our triglyceride numbers? Who's going to be good at biology and chemistry while we're all out playing basketball? I mean, we just go on and on and on with examples. If everybody could sing and lead worship... Who would be in the coffee shop making coffee? Who would be running our lights? Who would be running the cameras that are making it possible for thousands of people to tune in and hear what we're talking about in this lesson? Who would make that possible? If everybody stood up here and spoke, then who would put the... Are you getting this? We're different gifted. Romans makes this very clear. Corinthians tells us it is very foolish... To compare ourselves among ourselves. Okay, why are you comparing yourself among yourself? Because you're not comparing apples to apples. We're comparing apples to oranges. I'm not going to compare myself and feel insecure when I see what you can do. Nor am I going to look at you and feel superior because of what I can do. God gifted us very different to do different things. And it's foolish to compare yourself to someone who is gifted by God to do a job that you're not gifted in. All of our giftings are different. Appreciate others' giftings and don't live your life feeling insecure 
because you're not gifted like your roommate is or like your neighbor is in this area. We've got to learn to evaluate our gifts correctly. See, you're gifted. You're wired by God. Your parents didn't choose your giftings. Now, your job is to manage your giftings for a blessed life here, for a successful life here. It all depends on you managing your giftings. Well, you got friends that are just really knocking a home run in sales. I mean, you got friends that are just knocking a home run in sales, so I'm going to go and do that. Well, you struggle. You barely make a living. You're not happy. You're not fulfilled. You're not enjoying life. Life is very hard for you. Why? You're not a salesperson. You're, you're, you're in an arena that you're not wired to do, and you spend your whole life frustrated, hating your job, hating going to work on Monday, hating to... Why? Because you're a fish out of water. You're not a salesperson. And all of your friends, look, there's nothing to it. Look, here's the way you do this. Look, look, I don't know why you can't get this. You're not a salesperson. You're not, and, and you've got to evaluate your giftings. Or, I see this, you get a job in sales, you're a salesperson, and quickly you're successful. So what does the company do? Immediately promote you to manager of the sales department. Life begins to unravel. You begin to hate your job. You begin to hate what you do. You hate going to work. You dread going to work. Life is, you don't know why everything is falling apart for you. Why? Because you're a gifted salesperson. You're not gifted to manage people. And so you got promoted outside of your gifting. And I see this all the time. People are struggling all because they're working outside their giftings and trying to make life work when they are like a fish out of water. What you're doing is clearly not you. Now, when you get in your gifting, and and here's what I want you to understand. When you get in your gifting that God put you here on this earth to do, you're amazing at what you do. You're successful at what you do. You're blessed by what you do. Other people are blessed by what you do. Life works. You enjoy your life. You're fulfilled by your life. For you to be blessed and for you to be a blessing to others, it's essential that we evaluate our giftings properly. Now, why is this not easy to do? I mean, you can see what you're good at. Go do it. Now, why is that not easy? Why is it very difficult to evaluate your ability? I, I, I watch, and I, I watch people. It's, it's amazing how quick giftings begin to surface. But you can see some of our 15, our 16-year-old, our 14-year-old young, young men in this church and kids just gravitate to them. There's just a bunch of little kids always around them. I watch some of our teenagers. All the other teenagers are going to do something on Friday night. What are they doing? They got a car full of kids and they're going to have a Nerf gun war. They, ju- they just are a magnet. 
They are drawn to. Kids are drawn to them. But what does that mean? You can watch a 50-year-old at Thanksgiving. A room full of family. You can watch all the little nieces, all the nephews want to play with you. Not all, not any of the other adults. Why do they want to play with you? Well, what does that mean? See, you've got to see your gifting and then manage that. Does that mean you're supposed to work in a daycare center? Does that mean you're supposed to build daycare centers? Does that mean you're supposed to be a pediatrician? Does that mean you're supposed to write children's books? Does that mean you're supposed to teach school? Does that mean you're supposed to build an orphanage? I don't know. There's lots of things that it might mean, but it has something to do with the fact that you are wired that kids are drawn to you. That you got to see what you're good at. Well, why don't you see that? Why is that not something very obvious? Why are you a car salesman? Why are you in construction and you're just struggling and not making a living and life isn't work? Why, that's not your gifting. Why don't you see what your gifting is? Well, there are four major problems that we all face in evaluating our giftings. There are four major problems. Prestige, power, wealth, and insecurity. Now, there, there are four problems that we all deal with in evaluating our abilities. Prestige, power, wealth, and inferiority. Let's talk about these. Why can't we easily see what we're good at? Why is that not obvious to us? Well, what you're good at is just not very prestigious in your eyes. Whatever reason, I don't know, people, it's more prestigious to be a singer on stage, to be on a tour bus, to be signing autographs, to be selling pictures of yourself. You know, that's much more prestigious than being a plumber. Here's what I can tell you. When my toilet is backed up and it's running water all through the house, I want a plumber's autograph. I could care less about a singer. So how do we get in our mind... This, this gifting is more prestigious or more desirable than this one. But prestige has people wrongly evaluating their gifts and oftentimes spending a lifetime trying to make it big in something that they're not gifted to do and they spend their whole life butting their head against the wall. See, it's prestigious to be a star athlete to make it to the NBA or the NFL. And so many put so much focus, so much effort, so much energy into playing ball and trying to make it. Look, you're in high school, enjoy the game. Enjoy the friends. Learn the countless lessons that are, that are interwoven in competitive sports that will push you to great success in your life. A work ethic is taught in junior high and high school sports. But as you do that, prepare yourself to develop the giftings that are in you. But see, the prestige of I'm going to make it to the NBA has you, keep, has you not recognizing a gifting that you might have and you don't ever develop What's in there because you're pursuing something that in your mind is prestigious? Let me just 
say while we're on to this. Let me talk to our parents. Let me talk to our grandparents. You don't feel like you were very prestigious. You didn't do anything that was heroic or a star. So we're going to push our kid to be. We're going to push our grandkid to be. Oh, you're going to be a singer. Well, your little three-year-old is singing. And oh, you're going to be a singer. Well, well, no, they're not. They're tone deaf. And no, they're not going to be a singer. So don't fill your child full of what, oh, I see. Because of some prestigious position, you set, I see parents setting their child up for a lot of hurt, a lot of heartache, a lot of disappointment. Because no, you're not going to ever be that. I'm thrilled, son, that you love basketball. Your coach is a great role model for you. This is great life lessons for you. And you are having great success in our Christian school league. You're not 7'2", and you won't ever be 7'2". So let's think about learning to read and write. Okay, see, parents, let's help navigate... Because of prestige, let's help navigate our children and our grandchildren as they develop into what their giftings are and what we are seeing in them that God can do in their life. See, parents, don't let prestige hinder you in raising your child. Why can't we see these giftings? Prestige. Another one is power. Many are drawn to a career that they feel like is powerful. Many are drawn to a career because of the money in that career. The fact is, there's a lot more money in this career than there is in this career, and we're drawn to where the money is and not drawn to where our gifting is, and it has you miserable in your, whole, in your life. And we've got folks that amass a lot of money and hate every day of their life. Hate their life, hate what they do, because you pursued wealth instead of pursued your giftings. What has God called you to do? You're a loner. You, you think best you produce when you're in a quiet room by yourself. It, it, and you're just great at math. You're great at numbers. Well, be an accountant. To be in a cubicle by yourself now, it's not powerful position. There's not a lot of prestige in that. But, but, but that's the gifting that you are wired for. Are you getting this? You, you've got to evaluate your giftings according to what is in your gifting and not because you think it's powerful or will make you a lot of money. You love people. You're drawn you're drawn to people. You gain momentum from people. All weekend long, your home is full of people. You're going, you're doing, your activity, your weekend is full of people. And then on Monday, you go climb up on a scaffold by yourself and you paint all day long on this building. Well, you dread Mondays. You can't wait for Friday. You hate your life. Why? You're in a job that doesn't have you around people, and you are a people person. When you evaluate your abilities properly, let me tell you something. You can't wait for Monday to get here. When you evaluate your abilities properly, you love what you do, you love your life, 
And, and the truth is, you look forward to getting off of vacation and getting back to work. I love what I do. I love my life. I love what I do. I love my wife. And it doesn't take me long when Terry and I are on vacation to start getting antsy, pacing the floor. I want to get back. I'm ready. I'm Okay, I'm rested. My mind's clear. I want to get back to work. <gasps> oh, this work is just killing me. It's not work that's killing you. You're out of your gifting. Another huge problem in evaluating or giftings is inferiorities, insecurity. And, and your first answer to every question is, oh, oh, I can't do that. Well, have you ever thought about a job there? Oh, no, I, no, 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 I couldn't do that. You know, could you help us over here? Oh, no, 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 no. All those people looking at me, oh, I couldn't do that. I could. You know, you're on your job. Your boss is thinking about buying a piece of equipment. Hey, would you be interested? Oh, no, 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 no. I can't run that thing. I can't. See, the right answer would be, if anybody else can drive it, I can. If anybody else can run it, I can learn how to run it. See, the right answer would be, you bet. Let me at this thing. But see, insecurities has people thinking, I can't. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good enough. No, 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 no. Oh, not me, not me. Well, what is you? See, insecurity has you a total inability to evaluate. You know what? I'm good at this. See, an insecure person just can't say that. It's essential for a blessed life that we evaluate our ability properly and then manage that ability. We all know. We all know. I mean, world-class singers or musicians, world-class talent in other in, that's an artist or a painter or whatever, and they have no management of life skills. And so all of that talent that they have goes to waste because they can't manage that talent and get it in a place that it can be a blessing to others and thus be a blessing to themselves. First of all, you got to manage your, you, you got to evaluate your ability. Then the next thing is we've got to manage that ability. And it is just sad. It's sad to me. To see so many people hate their job. They dread Monday. They talk all year long about their vacation. I, 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 I'm so sad to know that people stare at the clock all day long, waiting until it gets to 5 o'clock where I can go home. Here's what I want you to know. Young people know this. Work is fun. Work is fun. Work is fulfilling. Work is not anything to be dreaded. Work is not something to be avoided. Work is fun. It is a blast. It's thrilling. It's motivating. But it only is when you're working in your gifting. And it's not when you're working outside of your gifting. I don't know. Tim, all I really like doing is fishing. And I'm good at it. I outfish everybody. Well, I see people on TV every day that's doing really well fishing. Whatever it is you're gifted at, you just got to manage that. You just have to manage it. Quickly, I want to hit this. Many have a hard time managing and evaluating their abilities because you're lazy. 
Now, maybe your dad or your mom won't tell you this, but I tell it to you. You dog lazy. I mean, you lazy. And you're irresponsible. So let's just get that said. You're lazy and you're irresponsible. And that's why you can't evaluate and manage your gifts. See, you're gifted by God. Every person is. There is no exception. You're gifted by God. There are giftings in here, but you let laziness and irresponsibility control you. Oh, I'm not doing that. Oh, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. Well, what are you going to do? I, I, I know many people. I know many people that are very, very gifted, but they can't overcome irresponsibility and laziness. Whatever your gifting is, you got to evaluate it properly, and you're going to have to overcome these obstacles in our life. Several of your best friends are going to be nurses. I want to tell you, there's nothing more thrilling, rewarding, and there's nothing more right now in our day and time needed than good nurses. That's a great career. That's a great vocation. Several of your friends are going to be nurses. Everybody is thinking that would be something great to go into. But the question is, is that your gifting? Is that, well, all of my friends, they want to be school teachers. I don't know of a more admirable career to go into. Is that your gifting? Is that what you are good at? See, we just see people doing other things and decide that looks fun, that looks cool, they're my friends, I think I'll do that, that makes a lot of money, I think I'm going to go and do that. Romans twelve six, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. When that verse, when the understanding of the fact that God has given you a different gift for doing certain things well, when that gets in you, it changes your whole life. It changes your whole life. Because you overcome the, the drive for power or prestige or wealth. You, you know, I'm not driven by money. I'm driven by the call that's on my life. I'm not driven by power and prestige. God, what did you create me to do when that verse gets in your when that verse gets in your life it changes you and you overcome insecurities in life you overcome all kinds of insecurities absolutely absolutely you're not as smart as your friend is fact is you're real dumb you real dumb in that area in that area but in this over here your friend will be coming to hire you because you're gifted in this area. So when you understand that verse, you don't wring your hands and feel insignificant, unworthy, stupid, dumb. No, you understand I am gifted by God and I have a different gift. And that frees you from jealousy in life. I'm not jealous of other people. I applaud that gift. I appreciate that gift. I enjoy other people's giftings. I'll never play the guitar like Lucas or Brandon, but I sure enjoy them playing the guitar and me getting to hear it. So I'm not jealous over that. I'm not eat up with insecurity because I can't. I don't feel worthless and stupid and dumb because I can't do it's not a put down to me 
that I'm not gifted like somebody else is. And you see life different. You've got to stop feeling like it's a put down to you because you made a 70 in English and your friend made a 100. That's not a put down to me. I'll pay them to do the stuff that I'm going to need to be done that need to be spelled right. They can pay me when their car breaks down and we'll both be blessed and both make a good living. I'm valuable. I'm valuable to other people because I'm gifted different. I'm gifted different. And there are people that need what I am gifted to do. I'm not gifted like they are. I'm not gifted like they are. But I'm gifted like God has for me. And that is such a freeing revelation. There's no more insecurities that you wallow in when you're around a bunch of your friends that are all good at this and you're not good at that. Here, I want to tell you this. Allow this scripture to become revelation knowledge to you. And, and, and you overcome those things in your life that keep you from seeing the benefit to life you could be. And you be all that God created you to be. Quit trying to be like somebody else. Quit trying to do what somebody else does. And you be all that God created you to be. Y'all stand. Lord, tonight, we, we, we move this passage of Scripture from words on a page. We move this from being a hearer only. Lord, we understand that you gifted all of us, and you gifted all of us very, very different. Lord, I receive, I accept, I acknowledge the fact that I'm gifted, but I'm gifted different than some of my friends are. Lord, forgive me for insecurities, for low self-esteem, for feeling dumb and stupid and ugly. Forgive me for those thoughts. And Lord, help me to be all that you've created me to be. In Jesus' name, amen. You have been listening to the CMC Podcast. For more information about CMC, our different conferences, Christian school, college internship, resources, and more, go to cmchurch.com.